Do you guys like don't like like tailgating? You don't like like that like any kind of like st- being outside tailgating with, like a crowd yeah like like I, I like I go to the like in the like in the back of the truck like I go to the back of the truck <laughs> are you not familiar with the phrase in the par- tailgating in the par- no I know it but I'm just trying to make sure I'm on the like it's like you know I'm like going I go to the parking lot and I like have a have a hot dog in the parking lot that kind of yeah. thing yeah <laughs> no like, of course I don't better? like that you've met me I know you know I don't want to do that I know you know that I do not want to go tailgating <laughs> you know that right you the having a hot dog in the parking lot you think i always like it <laughs> welcome to tunnel talk and no facts all feelings wrestling podcast i'm Allie. i'm ann and i'm leah and we get to start out by talking about <laughs> My my beautiful son <laughs> slash husband. You know, <laughs> you know how like ants can carry like three t- or like t- fifteen times their body weight. Those are your worms right now. Your, your worms can yeah. like pick they're up so like, a strong. Car. They're so strong because they drink protein shakes every morning. <laughs> you saw Kyle O'Reilly's beautiful pale Irish pale. body. <laughs> gleaming pale, like like edward fish Cullen, belly pale. pale like he would like sparkle in the sunlight <laughs> yeah he definitely and, sparkle that's what i was thinking. and you like that you i you like love that. it i think it's like i don't love that he's pale but like it is troubling i agree that i say things like kyle is so pale <laughs> but i said it's because no one wants to invite him to a spray tan party because of his horrible personality <laughs> but i said it so lovingly because i am obsessed with him i am obsessed with kyle o'reilly i was right to have an omicron surge about kyle o'reilly a perfect boy horrible (laughs) bad rat boy uh so kyle had his owen hart tournament qualifier singles match against jb on dynamite this week he was in a really bad mood going into this because (laughs) he and bobby lost to jurassic express and he said that won't happen Mm -hmm. again and it did not happen again he did beat jb in a match that I personally loved. Thoughts? <laughs> Did you guys also love it? Are you guys also like, would you say obsessed with pale freak <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly, the best boy at AEW, the only boy that matters, maybe? Red boy? <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> okay, that I actually would love us to level that up. I'd love to hear... I actually, I, I feel very affectionate towards Kylo. I would you. say I have worms, but then I hear you talk and I'm like, I don't, my brain is complete and whole. <laughs> There's no worms in there, actually. Yeah, right. You say I'm listening to the ramblings of a mad woman. I understand that. I'm not offended. I'm happy no, I, about I, that. I liked how they were like uh, basically the same height, but then their bodies yeah. were shaped and colored Different. very differently. Absolutely. <laughs> very... Because JB is kind of like, it's like he is invited to probably tons of spray tan parties. Probably like he's tons. turning he's... down invitations. Like... I'm sure he is. And, and he some was of kind them, of... it's right. Because some of it he should turn down because they were like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, they said it was a, f- a spray tan party, but it was just two invites. You know what I mean? <laughs> JB's about to get sex trafficked. <laughs> sex trafficked exactly <laughs> he is always in danger it's true no one is more in danger than jungle no, boy the number and no one, one is less equipped boy. to defend himself really like i know he does no. do good wrestling but it's just like oh baby you, you do feel so like if he got help. 
left alone for a little bit, he would inevitably just get sex trafficked, just yeah. wander into it. <laughs> or like, I'm sorry, but JB's vibe is that it's like if he got, if he like misplaced Anna Jay at the mall, like he would end up <laughs> at like the piercing pagoda, like sitting on the counter, like waiting for her to come back like a lost child. Just like, my girlfriend's here somewhere. I know she's going to come find me. <laughs> I just have to stay in one place. <laughs> Meanwhile, I feel like if Kylo ever got sex trafficked, the traffickers would bring him back. Absolutely. You know, like, like yeah. they'd be like, Bobby, I can't. You can they have this bag. Go I around the it. block and then just Bobby's drop him not right even back worried. Off. He's just like, this has happened before. <laughs> I, know, I know they'll bring him back. <laughs> like, he's not trapped with them. They're trapped with him for sure. <laughs> I think we're really good at describing wrestling, don't you think? Well, yeah. You know what? Number one this, wrestling podcast on this iTunes. This is yeah. the important stuff like you can go go watch the match you'll love it of course it'll be like the greatest match you've ever seen but (laughs) we are describing like how we feel when we watch it not the no we don't know any of the moves no we do not know the moves could we recap it no No. of course not i don't remember a single thing that happened i just loved it I just keep thinking about the spray tans because you really can't tell who was at a spray tan party together. Like the butcher and the blade clearly went way overboard together this week. So it's good that like Jungle Boy didn't go with them to a spray tan party, you know, but yeah. He was a very normal level of tan. Yeah. Good for just him. a regular color. Yeah. And no if notes. you if you get into the butcher and the blade hanging out, I would be so kind to you about it. <laughs> I just want to be clear. If you've had like a lot of thoughts that you want to express, I would feel fine if I, I don't, did. I don't want <laughs> you to feel have stifled. Have you been having secret thoughts secret that you don't feel thoughts. like you can share with us? Yeah, because you right. can. We would all be so yeah. kind to you. We'd be so kind. <laughs> so kind. Yeah, right. Absolutely. I feel sure of that than ever right now. She's nervous. <laughs> like she has been thinking some things. So I guess we'll see if that comes up. It doesn't feel outside of the realm of possibility that I would just go hard on the butcher and the blade for no, sure. You easily could. Yeah. That seems like my jam somehow. But yeah, <laughs> hasn't happened yet. But you know, we're always right on the brink of a cliff, aren't we? I think we're more <laughs> relatable than ever now that like Lee is probably going the hardest for Jeff Hardy. I'm going yeah. so hard for Kyle O'Reilly. I think people listen and they think like, yeah, this is the zeitgeist. Remember how we described Kyle O'Reilly when he showed up, like how negative we were. Yeah, but the funny. I think we called him like a half-finished golem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the funny thing is, it's like all of my descriptions would be the same now. Where I'm like, he still is Don't a disagree. half-finished golem. He still is a man holding a fish on Tinder. Like it's all the same. My beautiful half-finished golem. <laughs> my horrible, disgusting son. <laughs> I hope he's holding as many fish as he wants on Tinder. Well, you know what? I would slap the fish out of his hand and be like, Kyle, stop doing that. But he wouldn't. And that is the beauty of Kyle. Yeah. Is that he'll never stop. He'll never stop. He's horrible. And he's got Bobby Fish, so he really is. Oh my God, that's his fish. fish. He's holding Bobby Fish in the Tinder photo. (laughs) In the Tinder photo. (laughs) Bobby Fish, real name Robert Fish. (laughs) Wow, that's love, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay, this has been a really good conversation. Yeah. Um, I will just, the one thing that I'll flag about, oh, I guess two things. So one, uh, Kyle will continue in the Owen Hart tournament. I love that the promo poster for this, for the Owen Hart tournament, like, matches, they just are in hearts together. Like, And I didn't, like, put that together right away because I just wasn't thinking about it being an Owen Hart 
like match and so i was just like oh it's like a valentine's day match <laughs> <laughs> like oh because they love each it other it does kind of like, feel like it right. could be valentine's day right now have the men had any other owen hart matches i don't know is that the first like, one you know i don't know you would love you would love if we do <laughs> the answer yeah i mean i would love if any of us knew that. We don't, we don't, i just i didn't know the, the men were also doing an owen hart one because yeah i, just I knew it was that a women's specific tournament actually i knew that they were but uh I, I don't think it can be the first. I don't think so. Are you sure? No, no, you're not. Name, no, name none of us are was. sure about anything. Of course not. <laughs> we don't know. We have to move on from we that. Just, we mm. have to get to the point that's just at the end. So JB lost. Perfect mm. match. Great match. So fun to watch. <laughs> Go watch it. Check it out. But um, he felt so bad afterwards and I thought he was just apologizing to the camera but then I realized that Christian was coming down the ramp and JB was just mouthing like I'm sorry I'm so sorry I think Christian was coming with a real like aggro disappointed energy because I I really thought he was gonna be mean to him I thought he was really mad um and I don't know why I thought that but obviously like you thought it too and JB was apologizing so I do think it had an energy well it's because he had a rage burst on screen last week so it's like we are putting pretty normal clues together where we're like he is like becoming over emotional and potentially abusive like we're close watchers of the text actually (laughs) so as we We literally can't remember who's in the owen hart thing use our classic humanities major skills to we put know what's together important. things we see on screen into a narrative <laughs> yeah but sometimes we watch wrestling is not providing a narrative no yeah. sometimes it's not that's true yeah but it was shocking because christian just like gave him a little encouraging hug and was nice to him and i was like this would have been so much more compelling actually if christian was like you little idiot yeah <laughs> or if the vibe was even a little more like he looked like kind of fed up but then was like no christian be a good mentor right. It's That's okay, that but good. it's hard to tell because it, Christian has never come off as like a great actor, so it's a little hard to also tell true. like whether <laughs> what he was whether he was meaning to right. show us something or I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I do think he should become like a really bad, scary figure in Jungle Boy's life, and that yeah. would be a growth opportunity for Jungle Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. give Jungle Boy the opportunity to do a little bit of some face acting, some do some little tryouts. Yeah. Now know? that he can say like a full sentence, like let's mm-hmm. push the limit. Next level. Let's yeah. take it up a notch. Where can we get? <laughs> uh, so this was this was the second one. The first one was Max Caster versus Samoa Joe. Oh, oh, that was in the tournament? Yeah. Okay. And they oh. had a heart around them? Like they were in love too? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Wow. And I missed that. That is on me. <laughs> Wow. That is my bad. You just sure. learn something new or 10 to 12 things every podcast. Yeah. Most of what we discuss in this podcast, it turns out, is new to me. Despite having watched countless hours of wrestling this week, not as many as I could have. Uh, let's move on to talking about. So the Adams had the Adams had their big Texas death match on Rampage. This was so much crazier it was and so sexier than oh I thought God. it would be. I didn't I really expect much of it because it was on Rampage, but then it was yeah. like, oh my God, this went so hard. I feel like the Adams heard us bitching that like it wasn't as sexy of a uh, feud as we hoped it would be. And they were like, okay, if you want us to do actual live sex on screen, fine. Yeah. No, I definitely, that was absolutely the impression that I got. Uh, they were doing that match at us for sure. <laughs> It is like pretty crazy. I think Leah, you made this point. I'm sure we all agreed just that like 
there has been such a difference between like the promos and the matches in this yeah. feud where like the promos we consistently are like yeah they did a good job of promoing but there was no content there that yeah. like really like lit me up inside mm-hmm. the matches have all been good this one was better than good I mean I yeah. would say it was yeah. better than that Kyle JB <laughs> yes it was wow. yes it was a much better match <laughs> Hangman came out with like such an aggro energy and like everything he was bringing to it was just like so intense I like feel like I hadn't quite seen him in like such a like I don't know dominant like on top kind of like really angry energy which I yeah. loved and also, they were like he was just wearing like jeans. Basically, I love when right? they're just wearing I know. jeans. Shirtless, they both he looks were so good. Jeans. It was crazy. I, I love when men wrestle and yes. you know it's also got to be a little stretchy too. So like right. they're like, <laughs> what? Okay. roll it back and explain that one to me a little more, please. What is a little like the jean? Like it's hot that they're stretchy jeans. <laughs> Oh, we gonna start getting cross-examined by the things that we're into? I just want to understand that that's your kink, I guess. I just, I like it. I'm like, I'm I think this podcast is going really good this week. You know, the beautiful thing about friendship is you can know someone for so long and still always be kind of learning stuff about them. It makes you think know what I learned <laughs> I don't know what I learned just now <laughs> jeans the hottest kind the stretchy kind <laughs> okay oh my god well, Leah had to get a Kleenex out because she laughed so hard she's crying yeah. so <laughs> well she's thinking about the stretchy jeans and <laughs> weeping emotionally if they'd had those Leonardo would have put those on the <laughs> what did he do the Sistine no it's Michelangelo I know that Michelangelo did the Sistine Chapel right? I was still picturing the Sistine Chapel though when you said that even though I know that but I think it's because of on Arrested Development when they put the never do <laughs> <laughs> cut offs on Adam holy shit that's you know what we're gonna take that one back to the dr- we'll come back to you with that um let's talk about okay so this was interesting so Adam Cole really mad he was really mad during the match. And at one point he did say to Hangman, so the AEW mm. recap wrote it this way. They said, he said, you will never beat me. You will never beat Kenny Omega. We all think he must have said, you will never be me. You yeah, will never it beat doesn't Kenny thought Omega. He it doesn't did. make sense otherwise, because in fact he did beat Adam Cole and he and beat Kenny Adam Omega. Kenny Omega yeah. So well, no worries. Yeah. I, think it, I think it kind of works both ways because even if he did say beat, the meaning would be like, it's not about winning a match. It's like the broader like thing of like, you will never, it would still mean your career you will never, will never be, be me. Yeah. yeah. Right. You'll so never I, have a better career than us kind of th- like beat in a larger sense, not no win the match sense. Yeah. I think it was B though. Like B is know. so much better. So much B, better. B is horny. Yeah, they B should have been saying horny. that kind of stuff in the promos this whole time because him saying, you'll never be me, you'll never be Kenny Omega, I'm bringing Kenny into it too. I, I was like, yeah. oh, I'm uh, wide awake. Right. right. And it's also just like a good line for Adam Cole to say because it's like, mm. you will never be Kenny Omega. And like, I feel like everybody yeah. listening to it immediately was like, and neither will you. Yeah. <laughs> Which it's like, 
Adam Cole, you already have an inferiority complex yeah. about mm-hmm. actually, which actually is perfect bullying behavior that it's just like yeah. man hands on misery to man. And Adam Cole is like, <laughs> I have a hole inside me that's that I want to be as big a deal as Kenny Omega and I'm not. Therefore, I turn around and I tell somebody else like the same. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like it all yeah. adds up. As and a it feels like. Down perfect little rat Adam Cole behavior you know where he's like gonna say like the meanest thing he can think of that kind of doesn't sound that mean you know like just yeah 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 no it was great and then so the other thing that was going on in this match or that like the plot thing that happened so Hangman did he did drink some beer in the crowd because he had taken someone's beer and poured it I don't know I wasn't following that closely but he I, like, I was, poured like, it straight in his mouth. It was very yeah. erotic. To I was like kind of stroking out through a lot yeah. of this match. <laughs> Hangman looked so. so good. I mean, he always looks good, but he just looked, looked extra. Oh, he looked great. Know. Yeah, and honestly, Adam Cole looked great too. Like, of course, yeah. he looked like a greasy rat because of his right. hair situation. But it was just like <laughs> you guys. Like, if you want to do kissing goes a... again, you should feel yeah. free to do it. If you want a full on kiss, I'm okay with it. You know, I'd permit it. For so- yeah, I would allow it for sure. For some reason, that part where they were both sitting in the chairs and like slapping each other's chest while they were sitting down, like sent me out of my mind where I was just like, this is insane. And like, therefore I like, can't like, you know, dot exe shutting down situation. I was just like, this is really doing it for me. Uh, anyway, but at one point in the, the, towards the end of the match, hangman took his belt off, tied Adam Cole to the ropes got a chair with barbed wire on it and was going to hit Adam Cole with it and then had a moment of like sexy indecision mm-hmm. where so many people refuse to do this for me. And I'm like, it's the right thing to do if you're a mm-hmm. good guy mm-hmm. and someone gives you a tool for heels to have mm-hmm. the moment of being like, is that who I am? Like, is that yeah. what I have to do to win this match? And he decided he didn't. He unbuckled. Adam Cole, who immediately did like rat shit and shoved him in the groin or something. I don't know. But anyway, and then he did end up using, using, he did end up winning the match. He won. And then afterwards on Instagram, he posted a picture of that moment with these Orville Peck lyrics, which he loves to post Orville Peck lyrics. And he said, been finding it hard to be kind since I've been lost out there losing my mind. Some Amazing. good stuff. Also, MySpace, AOL, instant messenger away message stuff. I mean, love it. That love man it. is doing it right. <laughs> he knows what he's doing out there, crafting, doing character work, and crafting a little narrative. Yeah, and it's so shocking to me that so often faces do just like do a little heel cheating with a heel ring or brass knuckles or whatever. And it's like not a thing. And it's like, it should always be like this where it's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I'm not a guy who ties him to the ropes and then hits him with the barbed wire chair. I untie him. And then I wrap barbed wire around his head in a crowd of thorns pose on good Friday. Yeah. Yeah. The discourse about whether that was disrespectful was so funny to me because I was like, Oh, who is this for? Who is this for? I know. (laughs) Right. It's like, who are you defending right now? I need you to think about like whether there is a group that really needs this defense. And I would say potentially no. In America? I'd say potentially no. Maybe anywhere, but especially here. Uh, Yeah. I mean, you know, it just hit. And it's like, you know, it's great with Hangman because it's like, we'll talk about this again in a little minute, but it's like, 
because he's done long-term storylines that worked right, you're like, great. So I can't wait to see us come back to this again and again. This question of like whether in the moment where like it feels like everything depends on it and you are having this problem where you're like the belt means maybe too much to me, whether you can resist the urge to do the bad thing and you know it's the bad thing. Like that is, that's sexy. That's good. That's narrative, baby. Right. And because Hangman has earned so much credit like you're excited for it whereas like Mm -hmm. cody sort of tried to do the exact same storyline with a stupid oh yeah but then he just never followed up and he was just like yeah and then i ended up using the belt for evil anyway and And it was like (laughs) and it actually was fine yeah. I know my beloved Hangman would never do that to me. No. no. Hangman pays attention to all the little things he puts out there and they pay off. And right. Yeah. It's and worthwhile. Yeah. It's about like consistent morality, basically. Like if you, yeah. if you are worried that using the tools of evil will make you evil, then they should. Right. <laughs> I mean, right. or at least like you should, if you use it, like you should be in danger. You should be in real danger. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. And they really like, I mean, it had been a little bit of a lackluster. We talked so much about the lack of specificity stuff, but like this match really took this whole feud like up such a notch. And I feel like while Kenny's gone to like bringing in sort of the ghost of Kenny Omega is like such a great thing to do. Like, mm-hmm. you know, please. anytime they remind me that Kenny exists, I actually have like a screaming, crying breakdown now. And I'm like, <laughs> I need Kenny. No. I need him. No. When Kenny comes back, I will lose my mind. <laughs> seriously and he's gonna come back to a fucking shit show and he's gonna cause more shit show well that's i saw a post going around that was just like i need kenny to omega to come back and make the situation so much worse it's gonna be it's gonna be troy pizza gif except he doesn't come in with pizza he comes in with a flamethrower yeah (laughs) exactly double fire (laughs) yeah seriously Uh, yeah Okay, so um, Adam Cole, we'll get back to him in a second, but he does kind of seem to be finally in retreat, so I don't think we're going to be seeing any more of this feud imminently. Uh, We did get a little setup where CM Punk fought Dustin Rhodes on Dynamite in a match that meant nothing to me, but seemed very meaningful to both men. (laughs) I've almost never seen more Tinder post-match clutching from anyone on these programs. Like I was like, wow, you guys really... Do really love each other, I guess. Really each other's faces, <laughs> Dustin Rhodes and CM Punk. Like, cool. Yeah. It seemed to mean a lot to them. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Punk and Punk won. And on his way backstage, Hangman's music hit. Hangman came out like with the belt. And he and Punk just had like a brief stare down about it, which I I honestly thought was a little weird. But what did you guys think? Yeah, I could see like what you were thinking about it being weird. I think it hit okay for me because Hangman the Friday before had been so like aggressive and angry and like forward. So it felt like he was kind of in a place where he was being a little more like, yeah, come at me kind of as like an attitude. Um, So, yeah, so that did kind of worked okay for me for that reason especially since punk has been saying like he wants to come for the world title belt and i guess hangman watches the show you know so yeah right i think it's it's just always going to be a harder sell for me when the person who has the belt comes out to be like are you gonna fight me for the belt like it's not i think in general maybe is like not the beat that i love and just feels like a little mechanical to me where i'm like oh okay well you have to have a promo so he came out like but it was fine (laughs) and i 
I mean, do you guys have expectations for the feud? Is there stuff that you want to see, stuff you don't? Are you interested? Uh, I'm like so interested to see where gonna it's going to go because I feel like there's two like main forks. It's like, is Hangman going to keep going down this path of like, I like this is corrupting me or is Punk going to do to Hangman what he did to Eddie where it's like he starts picking like apart picking them apart i don't know like mm. i just i feel like either way could be really good but like they both can't be baby faces so somebody's gonna have to be like the no. darker one so and, i don't know well when you put the two of them together like punk's gonna be darker unless they work really hard not to because like i don't know almost anybody coming up against hangman i'm like yeah. leave him alone <laughs> that's my beautiful <laughs> boy i you know it's interesting <laughs> because i think they're both in like a they're both in or potentially entering like a pretty fun middle ground of like, I want to do the right thing, but I, it turns out that like the right thing is hard to do. And right. I have dark mm-hmm. forces roiling inside me that yeah. I cannot, I'm worried I cannot control. That's sexy to me. I know that maybe Tony disagrees, but I'm like, you don't have to turn either guy like heel heel if that is yeah. their vibe. And yeah. it's like two people like lashing out at each other while trying to be like, I'm holding it together. I'm going to keep being the good guy. There's a lot of potential actually, there. Yeah. With Hangman, like drinking the beer in the audience and stuff and with his history of alcohol abuse. And then with CM Punk being a real, uh, you know, holier than thou straight edge guy. Like you really, you could get into some stuff there for sure. You definitely could. And they could, I mean, they could really both be in the wrong in a lot of conversations, I think, like, especially like if CM Punk leans on any kind of like holier than thou thing about like that kind of thing, it would just be like, oh, well, that's troubling. (laughs) That's bad. (laughs) That's bad behavior. Yeah. And I think CM Punk can come off as like kind of like smug and condescending pretty easily if he's not careful. Like with Eddie, he really did. So it'll be interesting to see like the vibes for sure. It does crack me up that Eddie is still calling Punk judgmental. Like every every <laughs> interview he gives and Punk comes up and he's like, he's a judgmental asshole. <laughs> he really hurt his feelings. He really there. did. Yeah. I re- you really get the sense that like Eddie is just like lick- still licking his wounds. And yeah. so I'm like, yeah, I do want that to happen to yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Except it's like, I think I, you know, Eddie or. Eddie would handle it better than Hangman. Eddie handled it, even if he's bringing it up a lot, like Hangman's not going to handle it that good because for Hangman, I think like a thing that they should be doing in a lot of these feuds, and they did kind of do in the Adam Cole feud, and this is probably the match where it came through clearest kind of, uh, is like this thing where like Hangman is like, the thing you are saying to me is also the thing that I am saying to me. And it fucking hurts to hear it out loud because it means that the voice in my head that I say Mm-hmm. that I'm trying to tell myself isn't true is true. Right. Yeah. And that's Whereas sex. Eddie's just going to punch you in the face, exactly. but Hangman's going to crumple a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. So yeah, no, very sexy. I mean, and the- it, I mean, both of them are so good on the mic and stuff too. I do think it has the potential to be very electrifying between the two of them. So yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, what do I really want? I want the Star Trek episode of wrestling where Hangman fights mirror verse hangman <laughs> oh man <laughs> when will i get to see that tony Maybe <laughs> miro will finally assault the gates of heaven and find mirror verse hangman yes. up there and bring him yes. back <laughs> from the spiritual world um miro. really miro a lot no, I, I really hope that well i mean he's signed for a lot more years so i assume yeah. he's gonna come back i know at some point 
He's just off running around to soccer games and whatever. Yeah, having he's a just... good time in Bulgaria and you know. He's like, I wanted to, I want to go to Europe for a while, TK. TK said, no problem. <laughs> uh, really quickly, do you think that CM Punk could take the title off Hangman or no? I, I sort of think that Hang, I think he could, but I think Hangman's going to have the belt a very long time. Like, don't you think he's going to keep it like to all out? You know what I mean? Like, I, I hope he does. Gonna... I hope so he does for sure. If he does, like, I feel like all of these early feuds are like, I don't know, just sort of stuff there's got to be somebody yeah. who's going to come in he definitely as- like could take it but i do feel like cm punk's been hanging out in the mid card so much it would mm-hmm. feel a little weird if he did take it from yeah. him and also like hangman shouldn't lose it before kenny comes back right kenny should be there i don't know it. not that kenny should take it off him but like he should witness it I he feel should like. be in the mix maybe that's right i think i maybe i haven't formulated my thoughts about that leah did you have something else that you wanted to say about the about who's going to take the belt off hangman no, just that like I think I think a lot of these early feuds like like I would have guessed that Adam Cole could take the belt, but not this soon. And I could see Adam uh, CM Punk taking it, but not now. So I mean, who knows? Maybe like there'll be a second iteration of the feud, but like it's got to be somebody that they're going to be building towards over yeah. the summer. If but, if like it, e- if it comes, just pay. <laughs> Even just paging through the list of personnel, I can't really think about who it's going to be. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I was just going to say, if it comes back around to Adam Cole, I think it would. Ha- I think there would have there would have to be, and I think there will be some developments in the world of the super elite that, like mm-hmm. the the dark forces, are yeah. circling and strengthening towards the season finale, and that's totally possible. I don't know if that'll yeah. be what happens. Well, I would give it to Keith Lee. You'd give it to Keith. Yeah. I don't know. I, that- I don't feel Lee. ready to say that yet. I would give it to I think he'd look good. <laughs> I think he'd look good with a belt. I don't I would not say that they have done the amount of character work that I would like to see yet that would make <laughs> me say, yes, give Keith Lee the uh championship belt. I could see Brian Danielson eventually. I would kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're in for a dark time then, because I think he's gonna get something eventually. <laughs> <laughs> wow Gosh. well you heard it here first um okay well, i'd be so kind to you leah <laughs> it went while you killed yourself <laughs> oh my god okay uh let us just so speaking of the super elite uh tk had said that there was going to be a big announcement on dynamite so he showed TK up okay loves his- a big announcement he loves to announce that he's going to be announcing something like when he gets to make his voice really big but (laughs) this one uh he actually got interrupted by adam cole who was like it's actually my job to do the big announcement this is my big announcement and the announcement was that AEW and and njpw are doing a joint pay-per-view in june and after adam cole announced this jay white also had a cameo where he came out and just said some stuff about like i'm jay white and i am a big deal that is very cool for you you little (laughs) freak big freak i guess and then he said it's not about new japan it's not about AEW. this is about the undisputed elite and bullet club because it's still our era and i unfortunately thought I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I thought, wow, I should have been following some stuff in other companies that I have not checked in on recently. So I don't really know what this means. Yeah, I'm not up on what's going on with the Bullet Club at all, even though like, I don't know. in Impact they were they were doing Bullet Club stuff. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, 
I mean, so when we when Jay White showed up the first time and we got all that homework, I did like read a lot about what they were doing then, but like I'm not exactly sure like what what that means for like a crossover, but I'm interested. Yeah. I'm no, I'm yeah. totally I don't want to sound like I'm mad about it. This is on me where I'm just like oh, unfortunately, this one has strained my little brain. And I'm like, and I really want to understand it. Like, it's not one where I'm going to be like, yeah, sure, I don't care about that. So I'm like, I'm going to do some Googling. I'm going to Google about it, I guess, uh, just to figure out what all the implications are. But we'll, we'll move on to the one of the implications. One of the things that's going on is that the Bucks were back this week after their defeat at the hands of FTR, and then they refused to be on camera for being the elite this week, which was infuriating, but I mean pretty like erotic from a character perspective <laughs> different takes but um so but they were back this week they did a promo with red dragon and adam cole they were in their morning clothes <laughs> they were dressed their all in black. blacks yeah you love to the, see it the commitment of like wearing like the black shoes too is just so funny like like it's nobody so does drama like them no they are the Biggest theater kids in the world. It was so over the top. And not only did they dress in it, which was very obvious, but then they had Kylo come in and be like, guys, why are you like not wearing your fun clothes? I know. And actually they were all, everyone was in black. Red Dragon and Adam Cole were in black, but that was pretty normal for them. So it was, it was an interesting effect, but yes, they, they, Mm -hmm. uh, Kyle was trying to bait Matt and Matt was so cranky and kind of hiding under the brim of his black cap uh, and refusing to be baited. That's great. It's like sometimes you imagine the Young Bucks planning these segments and like someone being like, do you think that's maybe like a little far? And Matt Jackson is like, it's barely far enough. <laughs> How much money would you pay for a list of ideas that Matt Jackson had that people were like, it's too let far. Do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much money. Oh my God. I would, I would love to know because yeah. Or, like, I would love to know, not the things that, like, other people were, like, it's too far. And he was, like, it's not worth dealing with that. Okay, we won't do it. But the stuff that Nick Jackson was just, like, Matt, no. <laughs> Matt, that one is not, that one's a no-go from me. <laughs> uh, anyway, so they so they cut this promo. Um the Young Bucks were upset. Adam Cole was basically like, we're all fucking losers. We've all lost. So he kind of like did a thing where he was like, we're, it's all of us. But then he turned it on the Young Bucks and was like, you guys have no friend. You have no other friends. All your other friends have abandoned you, but I won't abandon you. We have to get it together. And like, I'll be here for you. And therefore, like, we have to have a match. This is the most insane match when I missed it in the moment because I was just kind of staring at Matt Jackson's face. And then when you told me who was going to be in the match, I was like, this actually makes no sense. But it is they're going to fight the Varsity Blondes, Dante Martin, Lee Johnson and Brock Anderson next week. It is very funny that they're like, yeah, we're going to prove that we're still at the top by beating up a bunch of little boys. (laughs) (laughs) Which is that's I guess that's kind of like big bully Adam Cole's vibe for sure. Uh, Leah, would you like to speak on this? I would just listen. The I, I don't know why Darius came back and then he's not being shown to me. What is happening here? Oh, yeah. Between this week and this week when they, the, for the Bullet Club thing, and then now next week, 
Why would you show me Darius Martin if I never get to see him again and I only have to see stupid Brock Anderson? Oh, I the agree. The fact that Brock Anderson is in everything is just so insulting to me as a viewer. It's it's not respectful from Tony. I, yeah, it troubles. Of course, it troubles me greatly. Uh, Lee, I did mean like that maybe you wanted to speak on the Young Bucks. But <laughs> 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 like, what have what we not said about the Young Bucks at this point? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just meant about the response to the uh, to the promo. I don't know. It's it was very good. Like so, it finished and then immediately went to a commercial. And Sarah went up to go to the bathroom. And she came. By the time she came down, I'd already found it on Twitter and was just rewatching it <laughs> because I was just really happy. I don't, it's just really. I don't, it's really smart. Like uh, somebody else linked me to a video of like after Wrestle Kingdom when Kenny um, and Young Bucks lost their matches and Adam Cole won his match. And it's like on a BTE and like Adam Cole is trying to cheer the three of them up and is doing like the poisonous snake thing yeah. as he like <laughs> tries to be so kind to them. And it's basically the voice I do to Anne when I'm like, I would be so kind to you about the butcher and the blade. <laughs> and I'm just if like, you lost Adam a Cole's- match to a pathetic man, I would be so <laughs> kind to you. I would be so kind to you. <laughs> it is so funny because like Adam Cole being like, yeah, you guys have no friends, but don't worry. I'd never like betray yeah. you is just like the meanest thing you can say to anyone pretty much <laughs> like yeah. the least comforting thing yeah which is like everyone in the elite is always being like i would never do that and it's like it's the first thing you would do <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> like you're actually allergic to not doing that thing <laughs> yeah i mean it's like I, I think it's just interesting that you know it's like as per usual they're all doing very it's a very rich text there's a lot of like very rich like character like Mm-hmm. subplot arc stuff uh they just seem like a lot more willing than other factions are to do like a, a minute and a half of just like interpersonal yeah. dynamics for me and like no everyone else refuses but and the thing is that when you do that like leah you just said that this you were like this is like a slow drip storyline like which is like all their mm-hmm. storylines and it's like yeah you can get away with it when you're always giving a little like when it's dripping when the faucet is dripping yeah then I believe that eventually like there'll be a payoff. Like you can't get away with it. And lots of people cannot when you're like, it's a storyline that's taking a long time and I never develop it. And then one day there's just going to be a big development. Cool. I don't give a shit. I hate that. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. If Dante Martin right now reawakened his storyline, we'd be pissed about it. Yeah. But, but, Matt Jackson says, don't worry, I'm working on it. Says, you just reminding me of that storyline made me mad all over. I was like, oh my God, I almost forgot Dante's horrible storyline. Absolutely <laughs> insane. Uh, yeah, I think I was going to say something else, but we can simply move on. Uh, okay, this is where I do not cover myself in Spanish glory. Uh, I didn't watch Battle of the Belts. I didn't get around to it. Wow, you didn't. <laughs> okay. you didn't watch it. Siri, delete my co-host. <laughs> so you're like kind of not a wrestling fan. I'm kind of not. Yeah, it was I'm on kind of Saturday. Not. Like it's yeah. been a few days. Yeah, I guess I right. actually am never gonna watch. It. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Which, in fairness, Battle of the Belts got burned by multiple sources online <laughs> for being it was not important. So, Actually, not can I read like hour. a sentence Please. from that recap? Recap Because yeah. it was so fucking funny. So I, of course, was looking up a recap for a show that I actually did watch and had no memories of. <laughs> and this guy, I don't even remember what the website was that I found it, but like brutally burned the shit in the most <laughs> polite way of the show. It was like, 
Um, this felt like a contractually obligated hour of ch- television that did that did feature one title change. So at least there was a takeaway. But it's well below the standard of the usual <laughs> AEW big show on television. And then with so much professional wrestling programming at your disposal, if a, pro- a promotion is asking you for an additional hour of your time, it has to be meaningful. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The truest thing anyone's ever said. And I feel like Tony Khan is constantly asking for more hours of my time and not mm-hmm. making it he worthwhile. He wants yeah. every hour of our time. And I give him a <laughs> lot of them. But I was like this week, uh, I think I, for some reason, have the TNT app on my phone. I have no memory of installing it. But it sent me like a little push update to be like, it's mm. Battle of the Belts. Like, tune in, babe. And it was like, I'm driving to Seder. You know why? Because I have to have a life outside wrestling. I'm trying to be able to live in the normie world still and not become like a total like freak. I'm so sorry. I mean, we're here. Of course, we are freaks. But like, I need to be able to pass still. So I have to get like my reps in, Tony. I can't stay home and watch wrestling every night of the week. (laughs) That's how we lose the ability to not be giant mouth breathers. (laughs) Coming more of a mouth breather every week. The breath that you can just hear them. You can hear them getting grassier and (laughs) wetter. I am so sorry. We absolutely must move on. Oh, okay. So you guys are going to describe some matches to me. So go ahead. (laughs) Please. So Thunder Rosa um, defended against Nyla, which they have done. They did do a build for it's not like it was completely out of nowhere but i would not say it was the most complex of builds <laughs> it was back to that thing that sarah shockey said of like all uh, right sometimes the girls matches are just oh i'm mad at you big man yeah, yeah. right girls are mean they don't like other girls sometimes yeah. 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 yeah which i will say in fairness is like a problem that the men have too where they set up matches that way but there are so True. many more men's matches yeah. that yeah. it doesn't matter as much i mean it's like we yeah, still right. complain about it but it's like you get lots of meat along with mm-hmm. the filler that you're like that's not a good feud but with the women it's almost always like this is not a good feud yeah, yeah. right and for our one match a week, it kind of has to be a good feud. Yeah. Right, right. But that said, I think the match itself was pretty good. I think, like, both of them are really good wrestlers. They did the thing where, like, Nyla got to be, like, Goliath for, like, three quarters and was just, she was just, like, N- Thunder Rosa was being the twink. And Nyla Rose was just throwing her out. I like that you're like, she's not a twink, but she was playing one on TV. Someone has to be the twink in a match, obviously. What we're always saying is, who's the twink and who's the Goliath? David, the the OG twink. As as everybody says. I think that may have been the, am I misremembering? That may have been the thesis of the short-lived TV show Kings, was that David was the original twink. No, definitely I mean, it was. Yeah. Jonathan's also a twink in that one, but yeah. Twink for twink. <laughs> twink for twink, yep. Okay. <laughs> oh, we wandered. Um oh, Okay, yeah. Well we I do. Think, think they need yeah. to fix that, but I'm glad it's a good match. I'll never see it. It was a good it, match. So yeah. <laughs> never see it. I don't know. Maybe I will. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. I will say the only interesting thing is that Nyla's got really she's got new hair and it's good hair. Mm, like it's it was like good. purple dreadlocks. Yeah. And like it was very the cool. Three men almost got themselves, the oh, no. commentary almost got themselves <laughs> oh, no. a little bit of trouble because oh, no. they were trying to express that Nyla kept accidentally getting them in her face. But like, they just kept being like, those locks are everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <guys. laughs> 
be, be very careful. Oh. <laughs> I could just hear it in Excalibur's voice where he was like, we could move on and I would feel a lot safer. Oh my God. It is, it's funny on commentary and I think it's very similar when you're doing a podcast, so I really understand it, where you're like, mm, I've really talked myself into a situation and <laughs> it is so difficult to navigate out of it, even though I actually need it to be finished right this second. I actually <laughs> Right. But the nice thing about the three of us is that like in a trust fall, I do trust you guys to catch me that if you see me faltering or like heading somewhere bad, you guys would just be like, stop. Well, and also we could talk about this, but I feel like Excalibur is like, I don't have that. Oh, no, <laughs> Excalibur is like, oh, JR is going to throw me. Nobody's going to catch me. No, yeah. it's that Tony hasn't noticed there's a problem and JR is actively mm-hmm. pulling Excalibur into his grave. <laughs> <laughs> just like he's got me by the leg Jim's got me by the leg <laughs> yeah. like, uh, just to be clear this, I'm not a part of this <laughs> and why do you keep talking buddy <laughs> okay and then this is the big news so hit us Anne yeah so the big news was the belt transfer which is the Sammy one again which is so stupid so anyway he was wrestling Scorpio Sky for the TNT championship and he was accompanied by his beautiful girlfriend Ty and Scorpio was accompanied by his beautiful girlfriend Ethan <laughs> um, <laughs> the only real interesting thing in the middle of the match was there was a point where Ethan and Ty Conti like faced off which was very like oh look the girlfriends are fighting um, so it was fun. Of course, they didn't actually touch. They just yelled at each other. And sure. then later, Dan Lambert and Ty were facing off. And then Dan Lambert had to summon Paige Van Zant to um, come punch Ty. Because, obviously, men can't punch girls. But they can summon other girls <laughs> oh to punch God. the girls. Which is very normal and fine, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, so there were, like, various interferences and stuff. And then when Paige Van Zant and Ty Conti, they were fighting, like, on the ramp, um, which was distracting. And at that moment, Scorpio, like, pokes Sammy in the eye. And then Bryce, the ref, got distracted looking at the women fighting. And then Sammy hit Scorpio in the nuts and then pinned him. <laughs> so, got a break in the nuts. <laughs> the low blow, as the commentary said. Um, oh, the yam bag region. Yeah, they actually <laughs> refrain from saying Yambag, but I guess Taz what? wasn't on commentary. I they think, need so. to. I think they should all adopt. Excalibur should have to say the Yambag region <laughs> like contractually once per episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're all counting on you. Um, yeah. So anyway, so it was like a vaguely heelish action from Sammy, even though I didn't feel like this was like a real heel maneuver. It was kind of splitting the difference though, because commentary was like he was just fighting fire with fire because Scorpio had like mm. poked him in the eye ahead of that, so it was a little bit ambiguous. Um, but Sammy was getting like a lot of booze, I would say, during this battle. Oh, like there yeah. were some like dueling chants, but there were a lot of booze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was the dueling chant of let's go Sammy and Sammy sucks, and the Sammy sucks was pretty loud. <laughs> it was winning, yeah, I would say. Yeah. And then he and Ty celebrated his win with a really disgusting tongue kiss, I would say, just right on national television. Who, so who pointed out that they like they fully like have just like completely stolen Penelope and Kip Sabian's <laughs> someone stick. in our group chat yeah, yeah. Someone, someone in our group chat true. and I was like I yeah. had been like thinking about it because I was like yeah heels are horny like that's that's how I put it together and then I was like you're right actually they did just take yeah. the whole gimmick Specific. like fully wholesale <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right <laughs> except at least like 
Kip and Penelope, neither of them got engaged to someone else three months before this whole <laughs> gimmick on national television. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to be a gossip monger, but it is like it's really weird because they did a then Sammy and Ty did a dynamite promo this week that was like, OK, this is a yeah. heel promo on purpose. You're for sure being yeah. heels. On definitely. Friday on Rampage, it was like a little ambiguous whether they were trying to be heels. It seemed like they were maybe trying to open the door, but not go all the way there. But then by Wednesday, they were like, oh, yeah, the booze were intense. <laughs> and they did like which is it out it is very interesting that like they they've like they've they did do the turn they're mm-hmm. not trying to do the cody thing where they're like yeah. no we can we can figure this out they're like no that we are readjusting yeah they're like we're gonna dress you in clearly disturbing outfits <laughs> second, <and> like- <laughs> okay the second i saw that coat with like the Just furry like, yeah, collar okay. i was like I that know. is a heel coat yep. like we've made the turn ladies and gentlemen yeah it is very funny it's like i wonder if anyone has put together a full list of the things that it's like they're the visual and verbal cues that you see and hear that you're just like heel turn heel turn heel yeah. turn right uh, and <laughs> some like, of them are like more like uh, like obvious that it would be that than others i think yeah for um sure. yeah but so they did their heel promo and sammy was doing a thing where he was just like why like why are you all booing me like is it because like like my girlfriend is hotter than yours like sorry for like having everything including the championship with the love of my life like where I was just like well buddy it is like pretty (laughs) crazy that like I don't know his life I don't know his deal I don't know how his relationship ended but it's like you had a like a real life like wackadoo interpersonal drama that played Mm -hmm. out partly on stage because you brought it on stage because you proposed to your ex-girlfriend on stage no one made you no no one made you (laughs) and now you're having a heel turn centered around the new relationship that came out of the interpersonal drama but there's like I I don't know what I can't put this together but I was just thinking where I was like oh yeah it would be like a pretty good heel move to like lean all the way in and be like yeah I left my (laughs) girlfriend of six years (laughs) slash fiance for like someone else at my wrestling company. And then I was like, but you can't do that because it is checks notes, your life. So that, you know, have fun with that. I guess ex fiance is a real person, so you can't really do it. But yeah, I mean, it's interesting to me that it didn't seem like they, like they seem to think that they could have like a public cute relationship and still be baby faces. But it's like, yeah, like you're the real life situation you had set up here. And like on social media, like it was even worse, but like, it's like basically you propose to your ex-girlfriend, um, like three months later, you just show up like Frenching tie on camera. And it's like, even if everything was like above board, you broke up, whatever, which like for all I know that was, it's like, it's really fast for like a, fiance relationship to immediately get with someone else who also was married pretty recently yeah I think it's just one of those things where it's like the interplay between like kayfabe and reality is like weirder than ever in this situation and I'm I'm Mm -hmm. I'm quite interested in like how did you think this all was going to go? Like, did you know, did you yeah. think that you were going to be a face like based on this or like, it wouldn't totally surprise me if we found out that it's like, yeah, we were doing it on purpose. We were doing some heel stuff on purpose. Like I, it wouldn't, it doesn't seem necessarily right, but I would like, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, yeah. Either way that I heard it, I would be like, well, maybe, um, it's interesting they didn't think they needed to like address it on TV because like a lot of people were like no Sammy and Ty aren't together because like he's engaged to someone else I watched it on television because like they just don't pay attention to their social media which is very legit so it's yeah. like interesting they didn't 
I don't know. Which you can't. That's what I'm saying, it. though. Is it's I know. like it's, you can't be bad. like, yes, you're right. I did it. <laughs> propose to somebody <laughs> else on you... this program, and now I am like in a real life relationship with this person. It's like you can't. It's just his, yeah. it's his own little. It's crazy. Like he needs cast to stop bringing his... that he like you know like yeah. built around himself. <laughs> it is. I know. Well, it's like that's why you shouldn't propose to people on a real life wrestling show because then you get yourself in these situations. Like it's like I don't want to be talking about Sammy's real personal life. It feels intrusive. He's brought it to me brought, over he... and over. <laughs> that cat put that mouse on my doorstep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I I agree. It's like there's just there's just some weird stuff going on and now but the real problem is that we do have to watch sammy quite a bit and i hate that i know it's terrible i mean they're like good heels because i super hate them but it's not heels that it's It's enjoyable to watch it's dan lambert style heels and that's unpleasant and it's like not fun heel stuff because it's just like i just feel the exact same way that i always have about i finally read a piece that a horribly written piece on bleacher report (laughs) this week that also said what we've always been saying which is basically just like sammy doesn't do character work and this is the first time it's like really kind of starting to bite him in the ass and i was like Mm -hmm. great well i'm glad that like the internet wrestling community knows that (laughs) like I'm glad that they like that there are people out there that understand that no matter how impressive his flips are like he has never put the time into doing character stuff and that sucks yeah yeah and I almost feel like his flips are so good that he's been coasting and not having to do the rest of the work of being a wrestling superstar absolutely correct but now he's he's gonna have a ladder match with Scorpio Sky for the um uh, never a end. rematch another rematch and then also there's gonna I be- hope Scorpio just wins the title right back. <laughs> please like, let's just keep this as dumb as I possible. know I guess it's like now that we're in if we're in it let's just be in it <laughs> right it's like oh my god sure. well let's talk about a storyline that we do actually like so we also had developments in the MJF Wardlow storyline this week. Uh, Wardlow showed up to dynamite was greeted at the door by security waiting to handcuff him and escort him to his dressing room slash the closet. He was going to get to change into a singlet <laughs> in. And then, uh, later we had like MJF and Sean Spears, like, uh, cut a setup promo. They were like on a balcony. There was a lot of popcorn on dynamite this week for some reason, which I was just, like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on there, but, uh, where they were just like, we can't wait to watch the butcher slaughter Wardlow, the greedy piggy. And Wardlow got brought out in his singlet that, as always, he's oh my just God. busting out of. Like it's Looking. actually like pretty obscene. I'm. <laughs> he yeah, just the like thin little straps just little going over straps. his nippies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, yeah. but um. He came yeah, out. He was looking so good coming out. He looked like a little, a proud little gladiator, defiant, yeah. and MJF looked like the sniveling little spoiled emperor yeah. up on the balcony. Yeah, for it sure. Was great. I was very into it. And he was still handcuffed, <laughs> so he got walked in handcuffs mm-hmm. to the ring. Uh, and then whatever, we had a whole match. He did beat the butcher, which we knew he would. He power bombed yeah. the butcher. Do we? Does do do any of you know? We don't know, right? <laughs> what you have the to butcher's say it. Little, I know, yeah. but I just the, the butcher, <laughs> you describe it, Ali. <laughs> well, it's just that the butcher was like saw Max Caster doing scissors and was just like, "That's nasty." I guess I'll do that too. <laughs> so he does scissor, but then he like points them under his chin, and I don't understand it. Like it's like it looks no. nasty. Like I'm just like this. It is, looks filthy. This is obscene yeah. and filthy. But I don't know if I should know what it means because I don't, I don't know what it's implying (laughs) except like I'm really scary and I'm like, it is scary. That's correct. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't think we've seen him do it before the last couple of weeks, I don't think, surely we would have noticed. 
I feel like I, I mean, would've. would you have noticed it's the butcher? I, mean, I don't know, but it's like so <laughs> obscene. I don't think he was doing that with the blade, was he? Like, I couldn't tell you. We don't no know. So I feel like I would have noticed, but obviously that. If you know what this means, or if you're like, it's so fucked up that you don't, just let us know, I guess. Just tell us, and we'll take it well. You you can make fun of us if you would like to. Yeah, you definitely can. Bury us. Explain to us what obscene gestures mean, if they're obscene or not. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but I mean, this this storyline just continues to work. I mean... It's working really well. Yeah, I was kind of thinking like... um, it's just interesting because they're like really stringing it out. And I think MJF in some ways has a little bit of Jericho's like bloating tendency. Like Mm. I was just thinking, Oh, like the five labors of Jericho like went on for too long and this could be, but it's being executed so well. It's not dragging at all. Yeah. But don't you think that it is meaningful when we think about the MJF storylines that were really bloated, they literally were with Jericho. Yeah. Yeah, It's not irrelevant. Like, well, I think, you know, when you're planning something out with someone, obviously Jericho's like, yeah, that's great. Let's do that. (laughs) Let's like do the same thing every week for 10 weeks in a row yeah. yeah yes and it's like you don't know who's coming up with the ideas or whatever like if True. mjf doing a storyline with punk i'm like it's great because it's a great sto- it was a great storyline and i think we'll continue to play out like in the far future but it's also like i think you probably learned much better like narrative mm. stuff from punk than you would ever have learned from jericho oh, yeah. and i definitely sure. can see you carrying that into like the, the storylines that you're doing now. So it seems like pretty meaningful to me that like MJF was the best part of a storyline that went on for way too long with Jericho. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. For sure. I think just the like, oh, Wardlow, I'm going to like make you fight a bunch of people over and over kind of reminded me of the five labors yeah. thing. But, but there's I mean, progression right. every single time. There is progression. Like yeah. There's progression. I think it's actually mm-hmm. pretty impressive that like we were at a point when Wardlow had his title challenge where we were like, we can't really imagine like what is going to happen after Mm -hmm. this, if he doesn't win the challenge. And it's like just a normal storyline. That's great to watch because it is well-written TV. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, MJF does deserve a lot of credit for consistently being able to do storylines that actually have Mm -hmm. nothing to do with belts. Like he's one of the few people. He doesn't need them. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. And it, I mean, he's, he's like 25. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he I can, know. he knows he's a theater boy. He knows how to tell a story. Yeah. But I think that that is like, I think that's something that actually every wrestler should be thinking about. Even if the storyline is about the belt, it's like yeah. the belt is nothing actually. Like, even if you yeah. want the belt, different people want the belt for a different reason. You have a different psychological yeah. impulse, like that, like mm-hmm. who you want to impress, like, or who you're trying to yeah. like rub their face in your success. Like there is a specific like reason that you are driven by the belt. Like all yeah. storylines should have like something like that, that we understand, like this is the thing that makes you tick. Uh, and I, I do think it's really impressive that like MJF is good at being like, yeah, that's actually just the first thing. The belt is totally secondary, but right. even in belt storylines, like the belt actually shouldn't be the thing. The belt is just a belt. Yeah. And when, and when they do make it the only thing, it's like, it's a boring storyline. It doesn't work so well. Yeah. Yeah absolutely honestly nothing sucks more than storylines where it's just like you have the belt i want the belt no i want yeah. the belt i don't give a shit <laughs> i can buy a belt i could buy as many belts as i want yeah you could be like taz you could just make up your own belt and buy it and then yeah. give it to whoever you want like, you know what taz is the realest totally one of all for that he said i've, so I've true. been known it's this fantastic. actually <laughs> okay uh do you guys want to can we talk about andrade darby instead of blackpool yeah. combat club is that okay 
Yeah. Blackpool Comic Club kind of did the same. It was good, but kind of the same thing. Andrade and Darby had their coffin match. Andrade finally lost to Darby. So, because they've gotten quite a few um, uh, matches in this feud. Uh, It was a little bit of like, there was a kind of weirdly a lot going on, Leah, as you pointed Mm -hmm. out, for a singles match. (laughs) (laughs) There was like a point where I was watching Sting and Marquen go on for so long. And I just turned to Sarah and I was like, this is such a stupid bitch question. But, and she was like, yeah. And I was like, is this a singles match? (laughs) She was like, yeah. And I was like, and it's Andrade and Darby. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, why have I not seen them in five minutes? (laughs) You know what? That's, it's like. Totally Obviously, I, I would wa- I would ask that too, but it's like it's not a stupid bitch question because it's a mm-hmm. real question about the way it's that like, the match was set up. Then why is Mark Quinn there? <laughs> yeah, like, For so there. long. <laughs> yeah, so I guess well, it was kind of it's kind of like the equivalent of like what Darby was wearing in this match, where I noticed at a certain point I was like, he's wearing so many layers. Like every, <laughs> he's wearing like ten articles of clothing. He's like an Usually, if people get attacked before the belt, they're like, I gotta get that jacket off, and he's like, No, the jacket's staying on, and it's over a mess shirt, and I'm wearing. <laughs> tights with shorts over them i actually thought i have no notes on the outfit i thought it was perfect i guess my note was it's perfect i loved it uh yeah especially the mesh shirt like when darby gets that mm-hmm. mesh shirt on and then he's just like laid out like gasping for breath in his mesh shirt i'm just like you yeah, there's almost nothing better than that on tv on any channel that you can visit but uh yeah it was like i guess it's like he got out there and then mark quinn and the blade immediately showed up to attack him and then sting was hiding in a sting mask and then he (laughs) attacked Blade and Mark Quinn and he jumped because he's been infected by Jeff Hardy and he's like I love jumping now and (laughs) that's dangerous and maybe we should talk to our pathetic boy Jeff about that and uh, (laughs) Jeff's like you're in your 60s but it's fine just find something high to jump (laughs) off of everything will be fine I like that you made that sound like a safety measure like it's actually fine (laughs) if you find something high to jump (laughs) just find something high as long as it's high you can jump <laughs> but uh I will say the parts that uh Darby and Andrade were in were were great. Like I loved it and uh, like watching them wrestle to me is electric. So that is part of the reason that it's just like just let them wrestle like they know what the fuck they're doing and like look right. at their bodies together. They were made to wrestle <laughs> each other. <laughs> All right, well that was a really normal way to put it and I have absolutely no words. I don't think it was a pr- I don't think it was a problem. Nothing I've said has been a problem, I don't think. I'm fine pretty sure. No, I just time. I just wanted to point out how normal yeah, it was. I've been like, fine. It was just really it was normal right. and regular. Yeah. It was kind of how we started the podcast and now we're just booking yeah. it. Yeah. Well, the you end know the podcast. And you know why it was so normal together. is because I refused to watch 3 days of wrestling a week and I went to Stater. <laughs> and so that's how I maintain the ability right. to say normal things like that actually. You saw some normies at a religious event and you were like yeah <laughs> I'm ready to go talk about some bodies and how they look together well when I think of some of the things that I said at that event mm, uh you know maybe I was maybe I was learning the wrong lessons but um I loved the match oh, it was so and funny I, I love parts of when, it you love parts of it yeah the whole thing is funny the coffin matches are just funny I think it was the way they phrased it at the beginning but when they were telling the rules they were like and one of these men has to stuff the other in a coffin and shut the lid to win that's the only way to win and I was like wrestling is so normal actually it's just (laughs) really cool and regular I think for it is just funny to me that Darby's like it's like Darby's aesthetic so he's like I'll always have a coffin match that's not a problem I'll always do that and I'm like I somehow didn't expect that. I was like, I already saw a coffin match and you're just allowed to do just another coffin match. And no one is like, that's weird. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm surprised Darby isn't doing matches where the only way to win is to stuff your opponent into a car and light it on fire. <laughs> oh, well, that could be net. Na- I, 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 I mean, we don't. We haven't had any setup for another Darby feud, have we? I don't think so. So we don't know what's coming for him. Yeah, could be anything. Yeah. And then at the end, Sting came out and took care of Darby. So that's a father lover. You know what? (laughs) He came out for his boy. Yeah, he loves his boy. He loves his boy. And that's, is that a good note for us to end on? (laughs) I love, if I could go out and rescue Kyle O'Reilly after one of his (laughs) horrific losses based on his horrible personality, I would do it every time because that's my boy. Oh, I love your boy. You'd go tenderly take him out of the ring. I would take him out of the ring. I would say you're awful. You're just nice. (laughs) You're just horrible from top to bottom, baby. (laughs) And I'm sure that uh, me and Anne feel that way about Jeff Hardy and the Butcher. (laughs) I've always said that about you too. I'm probably going to start getting really into the Butcher just out of revenge. I think you will, yeah. (laughs) Especially when we find out what that means. That might yeah. When someone tells us, I feel like yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be the page turner for you. That is gonna be the moment where you're like, wow. I really hope someone emails us and tells us what his scissor throat yeah. thing. Maybe it means like to. I'm experiencing emotional distress or like, you know, something that's just like, wow, that's oh, actually yeah, really right. interesting. Gives them some depth. Give, yeah, yeah. I could really get into that. Yeah. I've never been loved the way I could be. <laughs> I've never experienced love. I've never experienced a kind touch. That's what I mean. I've never experienced a kind touch. Desperately. Okay, great. Well, anyway, on that note, I've been Allie. I've been Ed. And I've been Leah. And this is Tunnel Talk. Our show is produced by Marjorie Voinovich. Our theme is by Chris Corkin. You can find us on Twitter at Tunnel Talk Pod and via email at tunneltalkpod at gmail.com. Those are both places where you can tell us what disgusting thing we don't know about <laughs> that we want to know. We want to know. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and come back next week.